This is the Data Privacy Detective. It's Labor Day 2022. And dear listeners, this will be the first of what will become monthly reports on what happened the prior month. So we're going to think about some things that happened in August 2022 that affect data privacy and cybersecurity matters. Let's start with California. A company known as Sephora settled a California lawsuit for $1.2 million. Now, Sephora is a cosmetics company, and it was accused of violating California's Consumer Privacy Act. And this is an example of what happens when you have states with very different codes, and California has advanced codes uh, in the consumer privacy area. And a plaintiff filed a suit uh, claiming that online retailers like Sephora uh, were doing something in violation of the California Consumer Privacy Act. And what were they doing? Well, they were selling customer information without notifying their customers that they were doing that. Now, companies do this for a variety of reasons, for advertising, for selling to mortgage brokers, and so on. And this is a settlement, meaning no court ruling, but you can see how $1.2 million for a cosmetics company is more than chump change to resolve a case. And one would think it's a signal that companies, uh, and there are many that aren't located in California, better think twice before selling customer information without notifying the customers. Now, this is one that's quite interesting. The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has filed a lawsuit uh, in uh, Idaho claiming that a data broker sold 61 million users' mobile location data to third parties. Now, Kochava is a data broker located in Idaho, and it sweeps up uh, vast amounts of uh, location information from hundreds of millions of mobile devices. Uh, and then it packages them into customized data feeds that match unique mobile device identification numbers with uh, location information. And those data feeds, of course, can be used then to uh, help the clients of Java in advertising, analyzing foot traffic at a grocery store, for example. Uh, you know, legitimate customer uh, marketing uh, matters but certainly things that are subject to abuse. Well, what kind of abuse? Well, this data could identify people who recently uh, visited a reproductive health clinic or that attended a synagogue or a mosque or a, a Christian uh, church or a satanic religious gathering, whatever it may be in the religious area that can obviously be misused by some people that don't agree with that. Uh, religion or sect. Uh, it can tell whether someone's visited a homeless or domestic violence shelter. Well, so much for the privacy of a generally is women fleeing for men in domestic violence situations, the uh, way for the men to find out where the spouse is. Not a great idea. Addiction, uh, addiction uh, recovery centers. Location data will tell uh, those who have access to it, whether someone visited a uh, an alcohol or drug-related uh, recovery center. 
obviously this, these are very uh, sensitive matters. And the FTC, uh, by the way, the vote was four to one, there was a dissenter, but the, the FTC has uh, issued uh, a policy statement and uh, uh, given notice uh, in 2021 that uh, uh, it, it doesn't believe that it's legally proper for a data broker to share, or for that matter, the company that sweeps it up to begin with, uh, to share sensitive health data or location data of this kind of thing with third parties. We'll see what the courts uh, do with this and whether the FTC's uh, regulatory authority is as broad as this case would suggest. Very interesting matter, especially in the wake of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which has everyone's attention, no matter what side of the issue you're on about that, about data privacy. Uh, Facebook settled a federal case that accused it of unlawfully sharing user information with third parties. Now, you may remember the Cambridge Analytica case with the 2016 election. So again, this is a settlement, not a court decision but Facebook choosing to settle rather than contest the issue, that it's not so clear at all that they can simply uh, share user information with third parties uh, as they may wish to do it. And without better information and, and notification to users of Facebook or meta materials. Now here's another one following a data breach involving over 8 million users' private information. A number of individuals filed a class action, a suit against the company Block, that's with a capital B, over the mobile payment company's handling of the situation. What was the claim? Well, the claim was that the that Block waited too long, that the parent company of Cash App and Square, that's Block, waited too long to inform customers of the incident and then didn't share enough information about it. Well, this gets to the need for prompt notification to people if there's a data breach. And as hard as it is to know for sure there's been a data breach for companies, uh, they can't wait too long and then they need to be pretty clear about what happened to give their uh, customers or the victims of a data breach time to react to it. Uh, the FBI in August uh, warned investors in uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency matters to use caution when engaging with decentralized finance. Uh, sometimes you see the acronym DEFI, DeFi. That's a decentralized finance platform. The FBI had noticed a rise in cyber attackers' exploitation of vulnerabilities in smart contracts that exist within the blockchain world. Uh, that allow the stealing of cryptocurrency. Well, obviously to an investor, if that's a real risk that is on the rise, that could uh, seriously affect the materiality of the uh, trading, the, the amount of value placed by investors uh, on a company, on a DeFi company. California, uh, which has uh, been an early driver in, in data privacy rules with its uh, act, uh, Consumer Privacy Act and other acts that are already law, uh, is working uh, on a, a new matter that has to do with age-appropriate design codes. What must all sites subject to California law, and a lot of them are, uh, what all sites must do uh, 
when they have underage users. And right there, just stop for a minute. How do you know the age of a user? Not enough to say, oh, I'm, I click, I'm over 18. Who knows if that's being done by a 13-year-old? And then there's a, the phrase, quote, dark patterns, close quote, in the, uh, the draft law that is circulating. What's a draft pattern? <laughs> a dark pattern. What is a dark pattern? Uh, we, we, we sort of can feel our way through it, but uh, it's a bit, uh, isn't it, without more specificity, like saying, well, we're, it's a law for it's pornography. Well, better to find it, or what does that mean? And the law may be subject to such different interpretations that a court will find it uh, overly broad and, and troublesome. And finally, uh, for an August sweep of uh, prim primarily we've been focused on U.S. matters this month, uh, the CISA. Get to know what the CISA is. That's a federal agency. If you figured it out, well, it's the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. So this is a federal agency dealing with cybersecurity and infrastructure security, things like the electric grid, uh, utilities, water systems, uh, major infrastructure in the United States. And what's the latest? Well, it has to do with the rise and the advent of quantum computing. Now, we've covered this in prior posts with some wonderful guests we've had about how quantum computing challenges uh, the current status of using uh, double-factor authentication and encryption and other things to try to control the privacy of uh, personal information, the things you can do yourself, uh, but also that companies do to be uh, privacy-centric as best they can. But quantum computing is certainly uh, threatening that. And now even the CISA focused on major infrastructure users is warning about how cybersecurity of infrastructure really needs to change. Uh, and on that, there's a, a fascinating article uh, by uh, Danny Palmer written on August 26, 2022 in uh, ZDNet, uh, a very fine uh, uh, web-based source of information about cybersecurity in the age we're living in. Well, that's the sweep for August. We'll be back to you on a monthly report in October. Have a wonderful September. And as always, I will remind us all, protecting your personal data begins with you.